Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Marco Maggio, the Vice President of Strategic Practices for the all-covered division of Conica Minolta. Hi, Marco. How are you? I'm doing great, Ari. Thank you so much for having me today. It's a privilege. Thank you. So tell us about your background and your role at Conica Minolta. My background has been very heavily sales leadership weighted. Today, my role is the Vice President of Strategic Practices. I own the verticals, so legal, healthcare, finance, and education are our main focal areas. And a couple other teams, such as cloud and some of the go-to-market teams, And generally, I own the strategy for our vertical industries and what our portfolio is going to look like and how we're going to better serve the clients of those respective industries. What are the key trends that you see impacting the legal industry in 2020? You know, I've been in and out of the legal industry for probably the better part of 25 years. And as technology has always been a really interesting conversation with the legal because they've generally been laggards uh, as the industry in whole. But I think what we see coming down the pipe right now is being pushed very heavily by security and compliance. But there's tools such as artificial intelligence and machine learning, data analytics and visualizations, I think are going to get even more predominant within the industry as they integrate their way into some of the common tool sets that are used every day by very common firms. Of those, which are the most important issues to your clients? I think doing more with less, leveraging the right technology has become somewhat critical. In fact, what we've done is looked at technology with this filter of increasing the predictability of outcomes, not only for the firm, but for the clients. And I think when we talk about things like artificial intelligence and machine learning, a lot of conversations I get in with some of the leaders of some of the larger firms, the conversations seem to slight towards conversations of futures when the reality is artificial intelligence has been here for quite some time, as is machine learning. And areas such as technology-assisted review and now contract review, contract automation, buried into the document management systems and email management within cybersecurity. So... I really think those are going to become more predominant as the firms realize all the data that they have and how that can be used to improve their business day to day. Artificial intelligence is definitely the most interesting for us and I think for our clients as well and trying to figure out when and where to use it. But we've seen a couple interesting things in 2019 that are going to inflect what happens in 2020. For example, France has now banned using data analytics to try to understand judges' rulings. They've gone so far to even add a five-year prison sentence for offenders. So that was really interesting because we thought looking at judge rulings could help your batting averages. Looking at how you do or the matters that you take on, are they really your core competency? You can go through the data you have to find out your win rates, et cetera, et cetera. But then for people that started to kind of fall back away from using it, we saw outside of Lake Ontario last year, there was a judge that actually penalized the attorneys for not using artificial intelligence. So they won the case, but their judgment got knocked down because the judge said, had they kept abreast with current technology and leveraged that technology, they could have gotten to the result that they wanted much quicker. So he's going to award them the money 
that they would have deserved had they used that technology. So really interesting. So I think our clients right now are really looking around on how to leverage some of this data without getting too far into the future, if that makes sense. Why has the predictability of outcomes, as you mentioned, become so important? I think right now, as we get tasked to do more with less, as realization rates still become a challenge, quite frankly, I think we need to look at the outcomes for our clients and the outcomes for the firm and how we can do that quicker. Because what we see is firms tend to buy technology that their friends buy. They buy technology for technology's sake, and they're not really buying it to get some of the results that they should. I mean, I think predictive analytics is a really good example of that, looking at how we can make better decisions, how we can make decisions with less bias, how we can see patterns on the type of law that we maybe should be practicing or some of the practice areas that we should be investing more on, looking at statistical evidence on where we're getting the outcomes that we wanted based on current actions that we're putting forth. So I think versus playing by the gut, some of these machine learning, artificial intelligence, the data analytics are helping us make really good decisions a lot quicker than we used to be able to. Are we then at a tipping point for legal innovation? I think we are, but I think our hand is getting forced. Quite frankly, where there are some firms that we're always considering how they should leverage technology or how much investment they should make, Well, right now, I think cybersecurity, some of the legislations out there like GDPR and CCPA, upcoming legislation we're seeing in states like California, Nevada, New York, really leading the charge. I think the leveraging of some of this technology is not going to be optional anymore. So I'd say we're probably just a little bit past the tipping point, but whether we want to jump into the pool or not, really no longer our choice. I think our clients are going to mandate what we're going to have to do and how we're going to have to leverage technology, again, to increase the predictability of outcomes so we can get them the outcome they wanted with a little bit less investment. With that in mind, what roles and responsibilities are increasingly indispensable in the current market? Obviously, personnel that are dedicated to security, we're seeing that increase year over year. I don't see that going down. What caught me by surprise over the last couple of years, I think the ILTA survey even clued in on if memory serves, was the data analytics personnel that are being brought into firms. As I mentioned earlier, firms have realized that they've been really good at keeping data. They haven't done a great job on how to figure out what to do with that data or how that data can influence some of their decisions a lot quicker. So there's not as much running from the gut, but they can actually use the data analytics and some of this technology to simply focus on their core competency of practicing law versus all these other areas they tend to get into that they don't want to be into. Given the crossover, are legal and IT finally in alignment? I don't think they'll ever be in alignment, and I don't think that that's a bad thing. I think there's constructive tension there. I do think that IT within legal, the importance of it has definitely gone up more than a few rungs up the ladder. I think that's going to continue. And again, I think really being able to get your intelligence workers the data they need to make better decisions quicker is going to be paramount, not only for sustainable competitive differentiation for firms, but I think for survival of firms, especially as we see a lot of outside competition that we never used to have to deal with really becoming a little bit more prevalent within the industry. How do you see the role of IT in law firms evolving? 
So that's a really interesting topic because if you think about what IT has done, whether it's in-house or outsourced, we've really been the lifeguard for hardware, servers, routers, switches, firewalls, PCs, et cetera, et cetera. But as we start to virtualize environments, we start to leverage remote computing, cloud services, if you will, it really becomes more about the data experience. So it's not going to be really challenging for us to have all these hardware experts around there anymore. It's really understanding the data that specific practice areas need and how we're going to get it to them. So that's where I think the biggest change is going to be is that the value proposition of what IT does for IT is going to make a big switch. It's going to be a lot more proactive versus reactive. And quite frankly, I think what we're going to see in budgeting, planning, and especially strategy, the technology is going to be paramount to all those conversations where it used to be pulled behind. This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Marco Maggio, the Vice President of Strategic Practices for the all-covered division of Conica Minolta. Marco, thanks so very much. Thank you, Ari, so much. I hope you have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.